0: the 66 days of daily practice on the new habit that you're trying to wire in as a new mental or neural pathway before you reach a point that they call automaticity. It just becomes automatic. What does that mean? It means it's, it then, after 66 days of you staying with this, you will reach a time or a point where it becomes easier to do the new habit than not to do the new habit. Please remember this. The things you now find automatic and easy, you once found difficult. And that's the power of neuroplasticity. Our brains are built like muscles. They can bend and they can grow. That's the power of our emotional architecture internally. According to science, we are built to grow like a muscle emotionally. Every part of our capacities, whether it's intellectual, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, the more you run or the longer you run or the more weight that you lift, You can actually tear down your old ways of being and reinstall better ways of being. You've got to do the work to get the results. And so I'm going to tell you right now, you know, at the beginning of installing some of these routines, it's going to be hard because all change is hard at first. It's messy in the middle and it's beautiful when you get to the end. But 66 days is not a long time. One of the things that causes us not to follow through on the courses we start, or the commitments we make is, as soon as we hit the first bit of resistance, we give up. Our amygdala, right, the reptilian brain, our amygdala starts to scream. And we go back into the old patterns and the old ways of thinking and behaving. And what you wanna do is get to a place where every single time you run into resistance, you witness the resistance and you go, ah, there's my amygdala. There is my voice of fear. There is my internal uh, saboteur. But you're not your saboteur. You are so much more than that. And you actually move through your sabotage. One way to do it is you get a box. Maybe it's a shoebox. Maybe you build a box. I'm sure you can find a box. And you filled it with evidence of you being brave. Maybe it's a picture of you giving the speech that frightens you to death. Maybe it's a rejection letter that you disbelieved, and you continued, and you followed through on your dream. I don't know if you know my backstory, but when I did The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, it was self-published in a copy shop. My mom was my editor, people laughed at me, and I still remember going to my first editor, who read The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, and I've actually since framed the rejection letter. But basically, he mocked my talents. He said, writing looks easy, it's really, really hard. He said, Your characters don't amount to anything. No one will ever be moved by this book. And as you might know, but that book has sold millions and millions of copies in over 75 countries across the world. And more than anything else, it has transformed so many lives. So you want to fill this box with evidence of you being brave. And anytime you feel discouraged, you look at that box, which is maybe at your office or maybe it's on your bedside table, and you reconvict yourself and you find yourself pouring that neurotransmitter of dopamine into your brain versus the fear chemical, which is cortisol, and you feel strong again. And part of being a game changer and a legendary producer is being a merchant of hope. You never want to lose the emotion of hope pulsing through your veins, and the Bravery Box is a great daily ritual or regular routine to keep you focused on you getting to world class. Daily habit number two, to be a game changer. This comes from a a piece I read in the Harvard Business Review. And it was all about small wins. And there's this theory called the small win theory that has been proven by research. And bottom line, the researchers asked these managers in this one cohort or this one study group to keep a regular progress diary that recorded their small wins at the end of every day. And the other group didn't. And the conclusion of the research was the managers in the businesses that kept this, what I call a progress diary at the end of every day, where they recorded little wins, small wins, tiny acts of greatness. Like, you know what? I celebrated a teammate. I turned off the technology and I focused on the project that was making a difference. I went for a walk at lunchtime. Whatever their small win was, it released that pharmacy of mastery within their brain, right? The serotonin, the BDNF, the dopamine, which is the motivational neurotransmitter. And because of that burst of energy and that burst of confidence that started cascading through their days with consistency, those people were by far much more productive, much more creative, and much more optimistic than the other study group. So, what I'm encouraging you to do at the end of every day, pull out your progress diary and record three or four or five little wins every single day make it a practice, do it for how many days? 66 days, and then it becomes automatic and it becomes easier to do this new habit than not to do it. Hi, it's Robin Sharma. I hope you've received strong value from today's episode. I encourage you to read my latest book, The Everyday Hero Manifesto, which is helping people from right across the world live soaring lives. If you'd like to go into further learning, you can head over to robinsharma.com or you can download my free ebook, The World Changer's Manifesto, and when you do that, you'll also get full access to the Everyday Hero Training Formula, which is a complete system to help you upgrade your productivity, positivity, impact, and the quality of your life. Have an outstanding day.